Salutations and welcome to another episode of The Native Immigrants. This is your host, Swami Barakas, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jojo underscore B. What's going on, Jojo B? I am all good. I thought you'd done something wrong there by not saying podcast at the end. What? And then I remembered that we dropped the Did you not get the, the memo? Did you not get the memo? Sounds bruv. This is a joint decision that we made. I know. I just, because I'm running on very little sleep. Hmm. Very little. Three hours. Three hours. Three hours because of my child. Hmm. He's, uh, he's not a fan of this whole coronavirus thing, lockdown, is he? No, he is an absolute angel during the day. Like, so lovely and so cute and so funny. And now, should we give them the news? Uh Oh, yes. We can. You know, yeah, we can share that. It's, it's only our immediate families that know this. And so now everyone's going to know. Yeah. Bobby walked. He walked. Indeed, took his first steps. He was like, and it was really cute because he wanted to come to me because I had like, I had been carrying him. I put him down because I needed to go in another room and he was not having it. And so then he just tried to walk to me so that I would pick him up. Yeah. He was so cute. Some of the most amazing things in life are brought on by some of the smallest moments of tragedy because he was bawling his eyes out as this was happening. But I think in a way it, we needed to get him to that level of... Frustration. Frustration for yeah. him to finally, you know, it's a small few steps for man, giant leap, barracuda kind. Yes. You know, it was it was a it was a massive moment for us because let's be fair, he should have been walking ages ago. No, don't compare my baby to other people's babies. He's a little lazy bugger. I, well, yes. My mum said that I didn't really walk until I was like two. So I know which side <laughs> the family gets that from, fam. <laughs> I was a little fatty when I was a baby. So yes. He got it from me. Mm. I can't remember when the last time I walked. I remember my dad saying to me that... To the get last time you walked? The last time I walked. <laughs> bruv, to be fair, I can't remember the last time I walked either. Like, oh my God. We literally might as well just, like, just crawl out of bed. Crawl out of bed, yeah, exactly. And here's me having to use my legs like a sucker. Um, but the first time I walked is what I meant. Um, I think my dad said he just put me in the middle of a park and then just walked off. And then I basically got up and like ran towards him. That sounds like very much the kind of thing your dad would do. Yes, it is. But also very much an 80s thing to do. Because God forbid anyone did anything like that now, leave their baby just in the middle of a, a field and walk off. Oh my God, it gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. Yeah. I would never, ever, ever do that to my baby. Simpler times. Um, but yeah, he is now taking his first steps, which means that we're going to have to be running around after him in the next few weeks and in the, in the coming months as well. Um, perfect time to be home, eh? I kind of feel like it's really special that we have this time with him, though. Like, when would you have got this time during the day with him, mm. right? And like, and he didn't do those first steps at nursery. Yeah, he, he did them at home yeah. with us, and I think that's really lovely. And he's saying more words now, and all sorts of stuff. So I don't feel like he's like missing out with not going to nursery at the moment because I'm like, I'm teaching him things, yay. Yeah, he's he's like he's he's an adult in that way because um he only likes to go for a number two at home as well rather than at nursery. Oh my god, he's a typical man. Everyone's he, just most comfortable when you're back home and just like ah. See, he'll go to nursery for most days, right? And the days that he's at home, that's when he'll do like seven or eight shits in one day. Yep. And mummy here will have to you know constantly be cleaning. 
Well, I, fuck you. I hope as well. No, because you're at work sometimes. The, the, on the Friday. Yeah, on the, Friday, on the yeah, Fridays yeah. when he's at home. He's like, and he, yeah, and I genuinely, I think the max, like the most we've had has been eight in one day. Yeah, and he and wasn't even like suffering from like diarrhea or anything. Like no, that. Like, he just kind of saves it up. He doesn't seem to like have any issues through the week. He just saves it up for me. Mm. Like I can clean a shitty ass. Yes, well, poo aside, <laughs> let's get back to the agenda at hand. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to everyone that listened to our very first episode uh, from last week's show, uh, our opener of season three. Mm-hmm. Got some great feedback for our coronavirus special. I, I say I keep saying coronavirus special. There's really nothing special about coronavirus. No, and plus, to be fair, the whole season's going to be coronavirus special. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, well, it's, I guess it's the, this is the season, it's the lockdown season, is how I'll, I'll look back. We'll look back at basically this this season of the podcast as the lockdown season, the season where we were confined to... Okay. What's, what's that Akon song? Uh, lockdown. That's what I've got in my head right now. I think that people have been playing that tune pretty much like on <laughs> constant. And all the artists that have been putting out kind of um like you know like confined and quarantined and you know these kind of tracks and stuff now mm. um you know jumping on this whole whole bandwagon and hype great time to do it to be fair you've got nothing else to do so you might exactly. as well exactly time to produce some really good music as well at the same time i have to say i felt very guilty but there was so i only had three hours sleep last night but it was yesterday i felt really really tired because i think again i'd only had like three hours sleep or whatever and i just put cbb's on like for most of the day and just kind of just let him deal with it and that's very bad mom of the year you very are not bad. no look do you know what mums let's not let's not feel bad about this kind of shit actually when you need a break you need a break you want to have a need you need to have a cup of tea you have a cup of tea put cbb's on their brain is not gonna fry just you know like today he didn't really watch any tv so it's fine mm-hmm. so it's Balances. It is balances. I, I will let you off. Um, I'll let you off because of coronavirus, Thanks. which is something that I didn't think I'd say at the start of the year. Thanks very much. Um, you know, but coming back to our feedback from last week's coronavirus special show, oh, lockdown yes. season. Yes. Uh, opener. I uh, want to shout out to Bina, friend of the show, also a listener of the show. Thanks, Bina. Uh, who listened in and said, like, she wants to get involved in a conversation. Why don't you guys do a live show? Like an IG kind of live show or something. Everyone's doing that. So is there any time for anyone to have... An additional podcast? I think maybe we will. When we come to like a point of boredom and we've got like literally fuck all (laughs) And then we've tidied up. And we've tidied up because obviously people do... Like people do these like from the confines of their living rooms and bedrooms and stuff. And it's like this immaculate looking room in the background. Those people don't have children. Exactly. You know, we've got like vomit stains on our sofa together with... No, we don't. Well, this particular one doesn't because it's got like a chadar on it because it's covered up all the other stains. If you have a child, you have to put like a sheet on your sofa, especially if it's a fabric sofa, otherwise it will be destroyed. Exactly. Um, So these sheets have saved us. But yeah, big up Bina. She also said that she would provide you with chocolate if you need it. Yes. No, Bina. Sign of a good friend. No, Bina. Thank you very much. The whole point is trying to get her off this addiction, and you're only just like helping the cause and making it worse. Feed the addiction. Feed the addiction. No, I've been really, really good. I actually lost three pounds. 
Pick up yourself. Because I have really been like rationing my portions to make sure that my child can eat. And also... Not taking his food as well at the same time. No, and he's like, I should make sure that you both can eat so I eat less. Mm. And... um, (laughs) I do. My portions are so much smaller than these. I've realized that actually I just generally used to overeat. Mm. And I can survive on this much. And it's fine. I'm a bit hungry at Mm. certain times, but it's fine. Um... And I've been having much less chocolate because I have to ration the chocolate because we can't we can't go out yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My cough is gone. I'm feeling better, but we still can't go out. Still can't go out. Still on lockdown. Still providing you with the best entertainment right now on the World Wide Web. Um, I want to shout out to Sandy Hirani, who listened to our show for the first time. Big up, Sandy. Thank you so much for listening. She said we're really funny. Thanks. A very good show. So big up Thanks, yourself. Sandy. Shout out to my boy Aaron Preedy, who listened in to our season opener. And he actually gave us some feedback in terms of who he'd pick for his worst case scenarios. Okay. So he said, the person I wouldn't want to be stuck with is Jacob Rees-Mogg. Good choice. I couldn't handle the self-aggrandizing smug prick, was his exact words. I mean, I think that's a very good description. I mean, I can't disagree, to be fair. Yeah. Something I do disagree with, though, in terms of snacks, he said, I concur with Twiglets. Yay! Aaron, what the fuck, bro? But if confectionery counts, then Snickers. No, I, I disagree with that. Snickers are... Nah. Nah, Snickers are amazing. Snickers is the, like the best. It's not the best, but bruv. I mean, they're really good. I, I mean, right now, because we're on this kind of like, you know, not trying to eat too much chocolate, any chocolate would do, to be fair. Mate, as soon as you're, get, you're able to go to the supermarket, you are buying a shitload of chocolate for us. And then just turning it into a fine liquid and hooking that shit up to your veins. Yes movie he picked public enemies i got so hyped by the trailer and it was dull as fuck okay that, that got me thinking what films have you seen where you absolutely thought the trailer is awesome and then the film ends up being a load of bollocks um, i don't know hmm? oh, you have to give me a minute now okay you 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 carry on i'll have a think yeah for me i think like prometheus had an unbelievable trailer and like absolutely like exceptional and then the film was a bit like yeah the film was like a it's almost like it's one of those films where the the trailer gave away all the best bits and the film was just like you know filler between all the best parts of the trailer itself um i can't think of one there's loads squad maybe oh my god yeah i'm so glad i got to see that for free Mm. i saw that through work uh, because i used to work for warner and oh my god yeah. It was Pants. Phantom Menace as well. It's probably the only one I can think of. Because Phantom Menace, I'm a big Star Wars <laughs> fan. taking it way back. Yeah. Phantom Menace had the, like, oh my God, this trailer. People have been waiting for this for, like, so many years. And then the film, yeah, you know. This is a good list. I can't think of any. Okay. Well, have a think. And then in the second half of the show, let us know your thoughts. Okay. I've been asleep. I've only had three hours sleep. So I'm just going to say you're that. Like, you're I don't like have fucking... any thoughts at the moment. <laughs> You're like the you're like the fifty rupees, aren't you? The Asian fifty cent. Yeah, I got shot nine times. Yeah, I got shot nine times. Yeah, I got shot nine times. You know me. I got shot nine times. And you're like, I had three hours sleep. I had three hours sleep. You had like had three a whole sleep. week of three hours sleep. Three you hours sleep. sleep. She said it again. She said it again. It's the child won't sleep. All right, man. God, walk it off, fam. Someone's put a nuzzle on my child as well. Did you only have three hours sleep? Um, in terms of music, he said. <laughs> Shakespeare's sister. He sensed the dirty looks that I'm giving. Um, my mum loved Stay, but their voices drove me insane. That was a very annoying song after a while. Mm. 
But I mean, I haven't really been annoyed by it since it first came out. So yeah, I guess I guess during that of that time period, like the tracks would have come out. They were quite some tracks were proper annoying, like and they would just be like number one forever. Yeah, Ace of Base, I can think of you know Saturday Night, proper fucking annoying. That wasn't Ace of Base. That was Wigfield. Oh, Wigfield. Wigfield Saturday Night, proper annoying as fuck. So annoying, unbelievably annoying. I used to know the dance to that. Were you getting more than three hours sleep back then? <laughs> yes, I was. Wow. <laughs> it was good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll stop. It probably catered to your like age range, uh, you know. Yeah, in terms I was of... primary school. Primary exactly. school discos are the best. Mm. And that song, Macarena. Macarena. Um, Cotton Eye Joe. They were all. <laughs> they were all good songs. For, Mate, you know, you know, like, when you look back. You know, when you look back. I always look back at the nineties with fondness. But my God, there was some absolute drivel no, back then. No, I don't agree. I think those songs are classic songs of Absolutely my preteen years. And the thing is, because I was, he- I'm heavily into hip hop, so I was really into like the stuff that was coming out then. But then, if you think of the flip side if you look at the pop music like what, what things that were out on like the mainstream charts man there was some real shit but also don't forget you're five years older than me so when i was in primary school you was like a teenager by that point mm-hmm. and so your taste was very different to mine the early 90s were my preteen years i turned 13 in 1996 mm. so like my grown-up taste didn't really happen until the kind of mid to late 90s. But you know, when you look back, if you think about like me growing up in the 80s and then listening to the, like as a kid, listening to the music of like Michael Jackson and and Prince and all the big acts that were there in the 80s. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it is an immense, people. but it was, it's so immensely more credible than the crash that came what? out in the early 90s. Weirdly, in my kind of primary school years, I was really into the kind because obviously like house was really big at that point. Mm. So like, I really liked the Shaman and mm. and Prodigy at a time when I didn't really understand what the songs were about, but yeah. I just thought they were awesome songs. Mm. Good times. I used to wear rave dummies. I don't know why they made rave dummies for children, but I used to have rave dummies on a necklace wow. I used to wear to school. Massively inappropriate if you know what a rave dummy's for. Yeah, it's true. It's the kind of thing that people when you have three hours sleep would kind of wear. So kind of quite apt. Oh, shut up. Um, I want to give um, a shout out to um, just the restaurant trade across the UK right now. It's, Big hugs. It's, uh, it's, it's a horrendous period for everyone, but I really feel that there's some of the people that are feeling this the worst. Um, I've already spoken to a couple of my friends who have restaurants and uh, one of them had to lay off all of his staff and people that he'd worked with for like 10 plus years, basically in their establishments. Um, a really, really difficult time. And, you know, we've, you know, we've spoken at length about some of the restaurants that we visited over the course of the last three seasons here on the Native Immigrants. Um, and it, you really do feel for everyone across the UK that's that's struggling. But, you know, it's, especially it's, the staff. I yeah. mean, if you're working in a restaurant, like, you don't earn big, big bucks, you know what I mean? So like those people, I'm hoping that they've now been furloughed now that that scheme has come along. Yeah. And so the restaurants aren't having to lay off any more staff. Mm. Um, And, and, you know, those people can then be looked after that way until the restaurants are back up and running. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's like there's, 
you know, trying to see any kind of light at the end of this tunnel is is so it's so it's such a far off distance currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you've got to stay positive, persevere, you know, think in the right ways, and hopefully, fingers crossed, that we're over this you know the the worst of it you know very very soon hopefully we can kind of be over this soon enough if everyone just stays at home does what they're told then this will be over and done with as quickly as possible and everyone can get back to running their businesses again. yeah and we can go back to tasting some absolutely amazing delights at all our favorite establishments very very soon yes indeed right well that's the end of the first half of this show in the second half of the show What are we talking about, Jojo B? We are talking about whether elders are doing what they're told. Mm. In general, no. (laughs) Is the answer to that. Uh, We're talking about the new world of communication that we're now living in. That everyone is uh, engulfed in currently. And uh, we're talking about, obviously, this is a time of illness. And so the Asian home remedies. (laughs) Everything that will cure you. Of which there are plenty. A secure in inverted commas. Yes, indeed. See you on the other side, people. Welcome back to the second half of The Native Immigrants. I'm Swami Barakas. And I'm Jojo B. And we're asking the question, can you walk and drink at the same time? No. I definitely cannot. I I can't unless I walk really, really slow. And even then it's, it's, it's really, really uncomfortable. Yes. Like I've seen people walk the streets, like walking, drinking, like nonchalantly as if it's nothing. I'm I'm like, how the fuck are you guys doing that? I thought it was just me and that no. I just didn't have this skill because there's lots of skills that I don't have. Um, but I, I'm heartened to know that you're in the same boat as me. Yeah, we had this conversation earlier today when we were discussing this. And, you know, I realised that I definitely can't. Um, so I've watched TV with marathon runners, like easily guzzling down a bottle of water as they're, you know, running through the streets of London. And still keep it at the right pace. Exactly. Which exactly. is what I don't understand. And, and the water doesn't like kind of flow all over their face either. It's like literally like straight into the mouth, done, throw the bottle, yeah. run. Um, I cannot, I can't do it. No, neither can I. I have to like physically stop, then drink and then well, I w- carry on Well, I learned to walk really slow and drink mm. when I was doing all my training for the walking marathons that I did. <laughs> Seems like a lifetime ago. Because otherwise I just, I mean, it took me ages to do those marathons, but to then stop every time I need a drink would have, yeah. would have killed me. So I just would have to just slow it right down, take a drink and then put, try to get the pace back up again. Hmm. I had no pace. No, could have done with some more sleep maybe the previous night would have helped. But very uh, fulfilling and rewarding. It was. And also there was mass gathering of people, which I really miss now. Yes, indeed. It's been forever since we've seen anyone. Other um, than each other. Other than each other. Um, but talking of people... Huh. people within our community huh. it brings us nicely onto this half of the show right so one of the things that we found in common just from talking to our friends through the phone obviously because we can't fucking see them in person um, is how much our elders the elders of our community haven't quite got to grips 
with one the severity of the situation yeah and two the idea of isolating yourselves and staying at home doesn't seem to compute with a lot of them the either. The role reversal. Remember when we were younger, we weren't allowed to go out anywhere. Yes. We'd be like, no, you can't go anywhere. You have to stay at home. Now we get to say that to them. And then they don't listen to their, to us like we never used to listen like to them. We never listened to them, <laughs> indeed. Um, no, they really need to stay at home. But they, a number of our elders are not. We know lots of people who are just like, well, I think it's kind of got a bit better now. But last week, there was mm. a lot of them just wandering around just doing their own thing, popping in to see people, yeah. going out shopping, and and us just being horrified. <laughs> yeah, us being horrified, but but it's about it's, it's like the 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 levels. Um, you know, just last week, um, you know, we were speaking to uh, my parents, and they were saying, "Oh, so and so auntie pop round to give some food and stuff." And these are people with like actual underlying conditions themselves yeah. yep. that are that are driving, popping down to see my parents and like offering them food, which is a nice gesture. But you're completely like going over the actual point of this whole, not even exercise, this like necessity of having to stay at home yes. regardless. Um, and then I think one of our other friends was saying one of their one of her uncles popped around to her parents' place and was like, "What should we do about this whole coronavirus thing? Fucking stay at home, bruv." <laughs> yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Do not do not understand how it it hasn't really got to grips with them yet. I think there's like two thoughts here. There's the thought of this is not going to happen. You know, it's not going to hurt me. I'm okay, yeah. I'm immune to it or whatever. And then there's the whole, you know, well, I've lived my life now. If I go, I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're just like, both of those mentalities are wrong. Yeah, two very Asian mentalities as well yeah, at the same time. so typical. You know that whole like, the hit, <laughs> the oldest, in the hit 50 and they'd be like, oh, my life is done now. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm just ready. I'm just waiting to die now. Yeah. And then you know, like I'm thinking. I mean, you're in your forties. Fifties, not that far off. No, I'm, I'm imagine you having that mentality. I'd slap you, silly. But like, that's how. No, you like kill me first. Well, you know, just don't drive me to it. <laughs> well, get some more sleep in it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's you know it's it's incredibly frustrating, especially. I don't live with my parents. Thankfully, my brother does. But there's many people who live away from their parents. Their parents live by themselves. That can be worrying. But also, you're a little bit continuously concerned that they're just going to go rogue and just be like, look, it'll be fine. Let's just pop out quickly to get some food and, you know, then come back again. And they'll go to like the worst possible supermarket where it's just fucking contagion everywhere. Uh, and then you're basically stuck right into, you know, to the mire of it. And you're like, for fuck's sake, I, I, I could have done the shopping for you, you know, if you'd asked. But it's that whole pride thing. There's an element of like, you know, trying to be self-sufficient. I can understand it from their perspective. You know, the the need to basically carry on as much as you can trying to live your life. Um, because all of this is just a massive, you know, it's a massive anomaly that we're still trying to get to grips with. Yeah. But, you know, they ha you have to almost have to take responsibility for them to how they end up conducting their lives. Yeah, we end up having to baby them a little bit. 
to kind of get them to understand. I'm really proud of my parents. They have taken it very seriously and have stayed at home. And to be fair, they don't really like going anywhere anymore. Not since they sold their shop, they're just like, let's just sit at home and do nothing. So I'm really happy that my parents are just chilling at home. Although, didn't your dad put in a, a request to one of your uncles on the essentials that he needed basically for his shop? <laughs> So my um, my uncle still has his shop and he was like, I'm going to the cash and carry. Do you need anything? And my dad was like, yep, wine. <laughs> Mind <Mindless people. laughs> My uncle was like, I'll just drop it on the doorstep and leave. Um, yeah. I mean, look, look, yeah, like my dad's gonna be stuck at home. He's like, I might as well entertain myself somehow. <laughs> By just getting drunk to the point where, well, you might as well. Drunk like... and watching t- uh, crime dramas. That's his favorite thing. Oh, God's sake. Yeah. He doesn't get drunk. He just has, he savors the wine. He's like me. Just savors the wine. It's not for the nutshell. It's for the taste. Not much to savor when that's literally all you've got for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Look, but that's not an alcoholic. He just likes a drink. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, thankfully not. But there's so many of these instances. I think things have got better. And I think the reason for it to have got better in the last week, which is a horrendous thing for me to say, is just from the unfortunate number of passings within people of our communities you know it's what, scary this the sixth person that passed away was actually a, a devotee at the Hare krishna temple the watford mandir the one that the family goes to yeah um and so this news spread like rapidly within not only the people within you know the the iskon temple the Hare krishna temple community but across all of like you know, Northwest and West London, uh, the Gujarati communities and the Hindu communities, because it was like, oh my God, this is actually something that's hit very, very close to home. There's um, been a few more th- since then as well from the temple. There's there? been, there's been, yeah, there's been one or two because there was a, the f- people went to the funeral from one of the people that passed away there and they managed to pick up the illness from oh there. Oh my gosh. And so, you know, really, really sadly, there's been, you know, a handful of, 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 of people that have, have passed away and, any number of people that could actually have the virus themselves. And let's not get it twisted. You know that most of our elders have health problems of some sort or another, diabetes, heart conditions, whatever. We're not the healthiest community. Mm. And so we have to really, really kind of keep an eye on them and make sure that if they don't want to listen, we have to explain to them as best as we can what the danger is because they just don't understand. They can't comprehend it. I think slowly it's starting to sink in now. But last week... It was, you know, just not something that think, they could understand. It's it's one of those it's one of those weird ones because media, you know, news, social media, um, initially put this across as you would have kind of like flu like symptoms, but it'll pass over after a few days. Yeah, that's how it all started. And so you go into it thinking, well, you know, for most of us, we'll just be able to get through it fairly unscathed. And now you're seeing like some horrendous cases of people without any underlying conditions. And that's across the ages as well. The the sad case of the young boy who was 13 who passed away this past week Mm. by himself with no family around him. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, And I know it pains me to say it, but, but hearing about these cases and the things that are happening in the UK, I think has kind of opened our community's eyes up, specifically our elders. Because it's now becoming so much more apparent that this isn't just a, a quick little fix, a quick little cold that will kind of remedy itself within seven to ten days. This is something that is that could legitimately lead you from like coughing one day to mortality within two or three. 
it's really scary and let's just keep each other safe as best as we can if that's just staying at home then stay at home check in if you have to check in via your phone check in via your phone you know like they're embracing technology my parents have been using whatsapp video for a while since bubs was born yeah but now you know you're seeing more and more doing that and kind of being comfortable with doing that so they can see the families and you can check in with each other i mean the other day that we had a a full family chat on uh what's up with your mom and your brother and then me and you were in separate rooms so we could all kind of see each other and like converse and have have a really like no lovely kind of get together like we would have in the living room at your mom and dad's house yes indeed Um, this is the other thing that we're talking about is that like our are we now communicating more than ever with uh, our friends, families, loved ones uh, than if, than ever before? Um, I think so. I think it's obviously like there's been the heightened sense of, you know, not just fear, but, you know, the concern and, you know, the you know, thinking about your loved ones a lot more now then you know and also just feeling isolated like usually you can kind of fill your day with just talking to your work colleagues or whatever yeah you know you don't feel so cut off mm. and so you kind of end up forgetting about ringing your family yeah which reminds me i'm supposed to ring one of my aunties back completely forgot <gasps> yeah get on the fucking case bruv yeah i know i'm just like but i'm usually rubbish on my phone and i've been yeah, so much better off. and i you know i lead quite an isolated existence anyway because I'm not working at the moment I'm just at home but um yeah I've just been I've been getting in touch with everyone just checking in especially with my friends that I know that are on their own mm. making sure that they're okay um we've been having our kind of whatsapp video chats with our mates as well yeah I think everyone's been jumping on like the you know the whatsapp you know four-way call options house party obviously is a big app at the moment yeah yeah it's weird like with house party where you know the everyone's talking about the fact that there's a there's a potential uh is it a virus no it was like someone's hacking but i think that i think that was like fake news it was fake news exactly and stuff and there was apparently the guy uh in the house party actually offered a million dollar reward (laughs) um for anyone that came up with any evidence to show that this actually is a thing um that it's but it's getting hacked etc so um quids in if you can find any evidence for it um but yeah it's you know right now is a time of like heightened communication um like look at us just now putting out a weekly podcast but so many people are now doing um you know shows or ig live videos content um, creation has gone through the roof yeah absolutely you know it's enabled us to get closer to each other basically more than ever um but it is important to touch base with you know our our families um more so now basically than ever but on the flip side you know there's always that family member or that mate that you really don't want to fucking talk to mm. and they're just like hiya yeah shall we chat shall we have a, shall we have a video call and, and you're the like, worst no part- i can't even say i'm busy exactly you can't even say that like shit i've got nothing happening right we've obviously got a baby so we can uh, we've become agent parents where you know we use our children as an excuse yes so we can say oh yeah i wanted to but you know the kids you know they're just Yep. Doing, doing, you know, I'm just really busy with them, and so I don't have the time for it. Now, so I can I can understand that at the time I was just like, Mum's just using us as a fucking excuse, bro, to not get shit done. And now, like, I have become that that dude. Listen, yeah, I give birth to him. We can use we yeah, can use him as an excuse as, for as long as possible. We can use him at our whim. 
in this instance. Um, but yeah, there's you know there's there's plenty of time to talk. There's plenty of time to converse. There's plenty of time to communicate. And there's no place to hide. And there's nowhere to hide <laughs> at all, um, even if you wanted to. Do you know what else has been happening with this whole like communication mm. bonanza that's going on? So not only is there like loads of like classes, like some schools are still running like classes and universities are running lectures online through Zoom and all that kind of stuff. So it's like this whole new world of like distance learning. Yeah. It's not just the open university anymore. It's like people are kind of trying to continue their education and their lives as much as possible. Conference calls for work and all that kind of stuff. So you're seeing people in their pajamas at work. That you work with yeah. and all that kind of thing. But the best thing that I've I've seen, obviously I'm not experiencing, is uh, the new world of online dating. People are having virtual dates. What? So they like get all dressed up and then they sit in their living rooms. They've made themselves a nice dinner and the other is person's a made joke? a nice dinner and then they have like a glass of something, like a glass of wine or whatever. And then they have a date. It, uh, what? Like, I think it's quite nice because it's like you don't really have to be that invested because you're in your own space. So you feel comfortable mm. in your own space. You can be yourself. You're probably more likely to be yourself. Right. And but also like, I mean, you haven't wasted your time going out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like You haven't had to go. Oh, I used to hate it back in the day when I used to have to get on the tube and go into town and then meet someone. And then, and then like after half an hour, you just be like, right, I need to and get out of here and then like getting someone to call you so they say you have to so you have to leave because oh no my friends had an emergency i have to leave mm. and then you'd have to go back home on the bus oh god it was the worst and now you can just do it from your house this is nuts I've, i didn't even know this was a thing the whole new world i suppose it does kind of eliminate like one the awkwardness in a way because you can just be like just hang up the phone <laughs> rather than oh no sorry bad connection <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you start doing this yeah exactly. oh, you can't yeah. see me you start kind of waving your hands and just like moving around erratically yeah. flail around basically on the phone <laughs> to prevent that from happening that's do you know what I'm, I'm i've never heard about this concept before but it makes so much sense we should have a date at home me and you get dressed up we're sat sit, next to each other though sat at the day, dining table have a lovely meal that i've made that you exactly right, yeah that's like every night at the moment except we just we're in our can i just say I have been making some exceptional subjis. They've mm. come out really well. But now, I don't know what's happened with coronavirus. It's just ruined my rotis. They don't go around anymore. So that's, that. yes. Food is, like, store cupboard food, man. I make good stuff. Yeah, exactly. You've been on it and stuff. No choice, really. because you're rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes at me like, oh, God, Tooting here she goes again. No, I will toot my own horn. Because no one else toots it. <laughs> With soft cucumbers, tooting horns. You Seriously, you've got too oh much God. in your I, windows. In your I mind. made the pickle with the soft cucumber and it was fucking delicious. Yeah, it actually was really, really nice. We had homemade burgers the other day, veggie burgers, and um, we used them in there. Mm. How good were they? It was really good, actually. I've got, I've, even I'd got to admit, for the, you know, for the purposes of the show and in truth... A little bit vinegary, a little bit sweet, a little bit chilly. Mm -hmm. Yum, yum. It was quite delish. Um, but if yeah. anyone wants a recipe, let me know. So, so okay, so virtual dating. Could you also then do like virtual dating? It's the same thing, isn't it? That would be really fucking odd, though. But you just it? have like an auntie on like another, so there'd be three of you. 
So yeah. there'd be you and like, so it'd be me and him and Auntie G. You need a chaperone. The, <laughs> the chaperone. <laughs> she's the chaperone and she, like, she's the one who set us you up. You can just see it's kind of like, you know, like looking from one side to the other, kind of like tennis style and shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to say you next? you have both sets of parents and they'd have cups of tea in front of them. Yeah, exactly. And we'd all just be sitting there really awkwardly. awkwardly the parents yeah. would be making conversation and me, like me and the guy or you and the girl would be like, kind of just sitting there like, Making awkward eye contact. But then, like, what if the, the, don't usually in this situation? I've never had a rishta thing before. But don't, Have you not? Don't, no. Oh my god, I had so many. No, okay. I had a life. Um, but then what? you know, you kind of like you end up like saying, "Why don't you two just walk off into upstairs and have a conversation, and we'll wait." For and you so down you leave here. that conversation, and then you start your own conversation on like a, on your phone instead of on your laptop. And so there's separate places. Right, okay. So, yeah, I could see this working. Virtual rishta. And also, again, the effort I used to have to go into for these rishta. You'd still have to do it, though. I'd have to, be, you'd have to fucking dress like a Christmas tree with a suit on and everything. No, and then, but no. Don't the worst see the thing best is, version of you. No, no, no. The worst thing is, is when you're all dressed up like that and then you have to carry in the tray of tea for 10 cups of tea. And then you oh, hear, like, my the, God. The rattling that. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's the sugar bowl. And then there's like, Uncle Ji, to see sugar honey, sugar. No, 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 beta. My diabetes, I'm sugar. How you are, sugar. And then so you can't have, you can't. Get, oh, it was just, and then you hand it out, the laddus round, and at least you would have to. We could avoid that. You could avoid everyone all that, just yeah. eat their own laddus and so make their you, own tea. So what could you do basically to like to show off your talents? Nothing. I mean, not like you know. Checking boobs in the direction of things. What? <laughs> show, That's show not what talents. happens to um, Yeah, exactly. Um, show your talents. Uh, I don't know. The best Rishta that I had were the ones where I just used to get to meet the boy by myself, right? Hmm. The most awkward ones were the ones where <laughs> I had one where I was like, my mom and dad didn't even come. My auntie and uncle took me to this boy's house, right? Oh. <laughs> and... Your mom and dad are too ashamed of you at that point. No, they just couldn't be asked to come from Newcastle. So they wow. were like, oh yeah, your auntie and uncle come in, so they, they'll they'll take you. So we went and um, and then they put me and the boy in the bedroom to talk. Wow. Um, tum, <laughs> it was so awkward, just sitting on like opposite ho. sides of the bed, Ora like on the edge and just chatting. And he was such a weirdo. Um, so weird. I had really weird wish day. <laughs> Definitely wasn't that situation. Um, um, yeah. Well, this is fine. Weird ways of getting shit done. Rishtas uh, aside, I wonder if Shadi.com would like embrace this new world. If you're, if you're, you know, on that dating scene, mm. let us know. Let us know. Let us know how it's been for you over the course of the past couple of weeks. Because we're in it for the long haul now. And so how do you get into uh, the headspace of dating? Uh, and would you be comfortable? Virtual dating? Oh my God, porn websites must be loving this right mm. now. Wow. Although they'll have to recycle old content because they can't make anything new now. I mean, you're never, you're never short of porn, are you, in this world, to be fair? As in, if you've seen every porn to the point where <laughs> oh shit i have to watch old shit now to basically not watch the new stuff it's not like fucking like five seasons of breaking bad and shit you've potentially got five lifetimes of content like you're uh, never short of porn okay and i'm telling I'm, you from an expert <laughs> yeah i see i'm not an expert in these things but okay fine so well enjoy enjoy mm. that not you, I mean. I mean, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're people I'm, that I'm speaking to. Thank you, yes, thank the, you. The, our audience. Yeah. Enjoy the porn. Enjoy it while it lasts. Um, 
Well, it's just for five lifetimes. Five lifetimes worth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because that's how long this fucking virus are going for, probably. Just um, remember, you can get arthritis. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst time to try to get to any now for, for that poorest, problem. For that yeah. problem. Um, but yeah, I was trying to segue onto Desi <laughs> remedies, but obviously you've just like fucking taken it into a whole. I was into Desi remedies, but you find a way to sexualize everything for fuck's sake. See what I mean? Not everything has to be sexually orientated. This Why is a, not? This is a show about like serious <laughs> topics within the British Asian community. Sex is definitely not one oh, of them because we procreate everyone loves every day. It. Everyone loves it and everyone's going to be missing it. Unless you're at home with the other half, wink, wink, uh, you won't be getting any anytime soon. So it'll all be on your minds. Mm. Don't worry about it. Watch some porn. Okay. Get so, to know so porn could be one dissy remedy. <laughs> but we've also heard... It's to get rid of the anxiety. It's a good Oh my God, <laughs> shut up, Jojo V. Fuck's sake. Get your mind out of the fucking gutter. We've got a show here. Go into like your weird kind of porn cast if you're going to talk about this kind of weird shit. We're talking about I real stuff. I haven't listened to any yet. I need to do that. That's my homework from last week. It was your homework from last week. I need to listen week. to some. But no, I feel Does like, any no, recommendations, let me know. No, don't, don't tell her, right? Because <laughs> what you're doing is you're basically just feeding. I like One thing is chocolate, but now she's got a fucking like sex addiction in her mind. <laughs> Everything is sexualized. Everything. <gasps> no. And so let's, let's no, take her I'm out of this. I'm just saying, like, I, it's, it, I've always been curious about that world. <laughs> Can you be curious about Desi Remedies instead? Okay, well, I can be. Wow. <laughs> a mother. Not mother of one. Near as interesting, but a okay. mother of one. Um, How do you think I became one? <laughs> Are you quite finished? Yes, I'm done. Okay. Serious face. Desi Remedies. <laughs> um... So we've heard some interesting theories of things to do um, to help alleviate the danger of coronavirus. Um, obviously, because we've been having this virus every year for countless years, so we know umpteen number of ways to combat and, it. And because all Indian remedies um, fix everything, yeah, everything that you could ever think of. Um, now, obviously, we're saying this all at the tongue in cheek. My God. Please do not take this as actual medical <laughs> yeah, advice. Firmly in cheek. And if you do take it as medical advice, you're an idiot. And also, you do so at your own risk. I mean, to, uh, the thing is, with spe some specific remedies, they have been known to work. No, I'm not talking about coronavirus, but during the you know illnesses of the past. Like someone will tell me, "Why don't you try this?" And I'll be like, oh, "And then I'll be like, oh my God, that actually worked.'" And it's weird because obviously it's not, it's frowned upon amongst the medicinal circles. Um, but some no, desi I mean, remedies do are will, actually really helpful. Doctors will say that certain like herbal things work. If you've got bad stomach, peppermint tea works. That kind of thing, right? If you've got sore throat, ginger works. But, and honey works. But I think coronavirus might be a whole new level of fuckery yeah. that I don't think some of these things will work for. No. No, not indeed. Um, so, uh, yeah, our, our neighbor the other day, one of our neighbors, <laughs> um, he said, um, use castor oil and then rub it around your nose and it will stop you catching coronavirus. Coronavirus doesn't live in your nose. Hmm. I didn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> it may enter through the nose, hmm. but it also enter through your mouth and your eyes. And anywhere, basically, yeah. that will then end up so, is it into basically like, your, in your lungs. 
So, so in that same instance, could you put like castor oil in your eyes? Please don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> please don't put castor oil in your eyes. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> I just, uh, just uh, you know, just standing there, just dripping this stuff into your eyes. Um, yeah, please don't do that. And and if you do do it, please don't tell anyone you heard it on this show. <laughs> um, anyone that you've heard, Jojo V? I was talking to someone the other day mm. and they said, you know, there's, um, I mean, I don't know what they're called, but every household seems to have them, especially when you go back home, you know, to India or Pakistan or yeah. wherever. Um, those little brown tablets. Oh, those little right, brown yeah. tablets that are meant to fix. I thought they were meant to fix like you, so you didn't just like, you didn't get malaria, but I think it's just like for everything. Right. But I don't know how it would stop you from getting malaria. And also I heard that they were good for your stomach. And so they stop you from getting a bad stomach. Right. Um. But um. yeah. Apparently, gonna help with coronavirus. What the hell? Those little brown. And who? What are they made of? They stink. What are they made yes. of? Yes. And it's like, it, what do they do? I just think they just have kalaloon in them. I'm about to say because they, <laughs> they 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 have that same scent that you know like Barney Puri Barney does. Yeah. So this is like that black salt. stenchy kind of like you sulfury know sulfury smell, sulfury sewagey water um, <laughs> that that you put in your Barney Puris, your gold beer. Yeah, kalaloon um, is what we call it in Punjabi. But it's just, bleh. yeah. I don't know how. It, I mean, yeah. That's what I heard. I'm, I'm doubting that as well. Very much so. Mm. Um, and obviously, there's the tried and tested classic, haldi, oh, haldi and ginger, haldi and honey, haldi and dud. These what? are this is this is actual remedies that we have heard. Legitimate, verbatim. Words. So turmeric is apparently known to have anti-inflammatory properties. Mm. I don't see how this is going to work in this case. No. So, I mean, have it is good for you in general. It's been known to help your brain. I think it's meant to protect you against Parkinson's. So, um, I think. Um, so have haldi. It's good for you. But I don't think it's going to help you in this case. No. I mean, I don't think much will, it, apart from staying at home and Just isolating yourself. Make yourself a turmeric latte. Is that a thing? That's what white people call haldi ala dud. As long as they don't call it like haldi turmeric, um, you know, you know, it's all about adding that. Well, a chai tea. Like a chai tea. And an bread. Yeah. Haldi dud. Which haldi dud? Two fucking different things. Um, oh god! I've only had three hours sleep. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Look, stay at home, drink lots of water. Yeah. Wash your hands. Yes. And pray for the best. Do you know what I mean? that's, like, what, that's, yeah. that's all you can do. Just stay at home. Stay away from it. Stay sterile. Yeah. And uh, and be sensible if you yeah. do go out. That's it. Yeah. If like, you know, if there's, there's, there's people listening with, with elders that one you live with um, or two live away from you. So that's pretty much everyone's listening to the show. Thought, um, please do the run around and the errands for them. Like shopping, essentials. Just ensure that they do not leave your house. Anyone who is elderly, immunocompromised, just vulnerable in any way. See what you can do for them. But also keep yourself safe in the meantime yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's all we can do. Exactly. My priority, keeping you safe, keeping my baby safe. 
our parents staying safe. Mm. That's it. That's all I want is for everyone to be okay. <laughs> we are the world, indeed. Right. Well, that's the end of this episode of the Native Immigrants. Next week's show is going to be a special show for us because we're going to be championing our friends in the NHS. Whoop, whoop. Thank you ever so much, guys. So until then, till next week, I'm Swami Barakas. I'm Jojo B. And we'll see you all then, people. Stay home, stay safe, save lives. Peace. See ya.